want to thank everyone for tuning in to an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio. And thank you for continuing to share the show with your friends and, you know, co-workers, wherever you happen to know and enjoy podcasts. Um, while you're sharing it, if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Podbean, where our show originates from, anywhere that you can give us a five-star rating would be appreciated. It helps us climb up the metrics and be able to bring more content to you. And if you've always wondered, hey, what do they look like while recording the show? Well, for almost a year now, we have been streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash geek in the city you can interact with uh, fellow listeners you can interact with us you know what we just have a great time every week hanging out and being you know just the nerds that we are we all have a lot of fun we would love you to join us twitch.com forward slash geek in the city as always the podcast will always be free and let's get it started right now Ooh, I might have gotten really lucky and just had the murmuring yeah, in the background. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. That's, That's your moment of silence. That's right. Uh, well, hey, everyone. Since there was a new show this week, we are still going to give you some kind of... Oh, someone's having a bad pool. Bad pool night. So we are at Sam's Billiards. The night crowd takes their pool seriously. That's right. Everyone at Sam's takes their pool seriously. We are at Sam's Billiards in the Hollywood District in Portland, Oregon. Um... Thank you, uh, Alicia. We are having a uh, we are having a post Star Trek the Motion Picture Roundtable. Uh, I well, I am here. I'm also here with. Uh, actually, I'm just going to hand this off and just go around the table and introduce yourself. Oh boy. Hello, I am Merrick Monroe, and I have just watched Star Trek the Motion Picture, I mean, the director's cut, <laughs> <laughs> and I have thoughts. I'm Beanerita, your other host, and. So many buttholes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alicia Orm, and one I... time, uh, like three week host. Oh yeah, yeah. like till so you abandoned us. I'm sorry. Like, like, so I like so many have. Oh right, like ten years ago. I'm. <laughs> so... no, I'm no, sorry. That's right. Oh. Hey, Alicia, there. you were the first. All right, then I'm grateful you invited me back to do um, Drive Time at the Drive-In. Oh, as I was to say, the only guest to ever be on Drive Time at the Drive-In. What? Yep. Oh, first, I didn't... First, first spot. You're the only one. I didn't know that. You're special. Super hot. I'm going to cry. All right. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's Alicia. Yes. Hi, I'm Joel Garner. I just also watched uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture. And I'm Benja Barker. I watched Star Trek The Motion Picture, the director's cut. Um, 4K. Uh, in 4K. Um, and it was awesome, and I also have thoughts. <laughs> so I guess we can now just put it in the center. Also, hey, Benja. I don't think you have like even been on this show since... Um, Quantum Realm. Quantum Realm, or Archives of the Fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quantum... Quantum Doorway, right? Quantum right? Yeah, Quantum Doorway, yeah. Yeah, wow, 2016. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. For we are the olds. Okay, I have no idea how well this is picking also, it I up. I don't want to forget to say this later, so I'm just going to put it on the airwaves now. Yeah. You are, like, bad. you're rocking this, like, Chris Maloney vibe right now. Oh, you are. Two thumbs up on that. Okay. Yes. I drink <laughs> oh, my empty. Beard to you. 
So, yes, the Hollywood... Oh my gosh, I feel bad. I can't remember who puts it on. The Hollywood does it, but it's through a group. Uh, Star Trek at night? Star Trek at the Hollywood? I Star think Trek at the Hollywood, it was yeah. Very clear. It was funny. They, they apparently ran all of the original series movies, and they're about to kick off the Kelvin, Kelvin. timeline. Yeah. But then they decided to go back on the motion picture. I think it's because they've got the 4K director's cut. Valid. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. It, it, is, it is brand new to the theater, and uh, I think only very recently printed. So they were like, we got to do it. we got to jump yeah. So it was a big deal. I think it was last year last that September. Paramount released it, a limited theatrical run on Fathom, and then even a limited, yeah. like, Blu-ray release. And then it, it was one of the, like, the, like ways to show off that Paramount Plus could stream in 4K uh, is they put it on Paramount Plus for like two months and then they yanked it. Yep. There was a motion picture uh, was in the theater um, like half a year ago or something I want to say. Um, yeah, I saw it at the Century 16. Um, they did a big like uh, Star Trek uh, Star Trek the motion picture out at uh, Century 17, 16. Um, Whatever. Yeah. I thought it was a Look, only locals know what you're talking about, so yeah, it's okay. okay. You don't have to narrow it down. <laughs> right, yeah. Century, uh, yeah. Century 19, whatever. Right. Um, but uh, but this is the first... But that was not the director's cut. Um, so it was really great to see the It was really great. In, and in what's fun is, like, unlike most director's cuts, this one's shorter. Right. <laughs> Usually, director's cuts are longer because it's indulging yeah. the director. Uh, like Alicia, you had mentioned, you're like yeah. the one I grew up watching was the three hour the TV one. Oh, that was, right. Yeah, oh, I did yeah. not know. Um, Kirk, Kirk outside in space. Um, that was from the TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And wasn't in the. Uh, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't like, Ilya like mention that someone has entered? Yes. The, the scene where like. The scene where uh, Chapel, McCoy, and Decker are in Ilya's. By the way, there will be spoilers for a movie that's like, 30, <laughs> yeah. that's like forty years old, thirty-four. Oh, Hold on, Merrick's got a shirt. I've got the T-shirt from the twentieth anniversary. Oh my god! And Shrek just had his fifty-fifth anniversary. Nineteen ninety-nine. Oh my god! So you just minus ten years, so forty-five years ago. Oh yeah. fuck yeah. me! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the motion picture is forty-five years old. Oh. <laughs> So the t-shirt's not older than you, just the movie. That's why my mom likes to claim that, yeah. she, that I have seen every Star Trek movie in the theater. But the t-shirt's about as old as me. Nice. <laughs> the same way my mom likes to claim that I saw Star Wars the first run. She's like, Mijo, you were at the theater for Star Wars. I was like, I was literally nine months old in the seats between the two front seats of a Volkswagen bus oh. in a little crib. That doesn't count as seeing Star no. Wars the first time. No. I'm glad you did. No. I saw Billy Joel in 1984. You do have me beat, yes. Uh, I was not born yet. You were in your row. I could have fallen out into the auditorium. Okay, then. <laughs> then by that logic, I technically have seen Led Zeppelin live. Yeah. Right on. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> technically, I saw Wrath of Khan in the first run because my mom was yeah. filming. Just me pushing up against my mom's womb, going. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so first off, the, the space. yeah. Well, first off, the it, the 4K is, is, is gorgeous. Yes. So crisp. Yes. It's beautiful. So, but also, 
I'd like to point out from a technical standpoint, that doesn't make the visuals better. No, it, it never does. It makes them more clear how bad they are. Well, as, as much as people rip on, like, when, like, Lucas <laughs> did the special editions, I appreciate when they did the HD transfers of TOS, they did the digital upgrades. Like, you can watch it either way. Right. But, like, you can see, because this movie was done with, like, no time. Because the reason, like, this movie, like, launched $20 million in debt because they rolled over all of the Phase 2 money yep. that they'd already spent Oh, so right, you can right. see all the hastily made units. You can, like, count the stitches around their insignias. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. yeah and can we just say that really there are so many space dongs? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a lot of camel toe going so on. So those, those jumpsuits. Yeah. The, oh the stretch fit into yeah. the boots. Yeah. Like, I, that tension does no favors. I no. forgot that... You yeah. don't see shoes in the motion picture. No, because they're like fabric boots. Unless you have sandals. Yeah. Then you get yeah. you get foot shots. There's a lot of toes. I didn't, I didn't realize Roddenberry was a foot guy. There's a lot of sandals, and then uh, Roddenberry the is a acrylic heels. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, had Mia to come was with rocking a pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally forgot though the whole like let's just put. So were they fabric boots, or did the legs just go over the shoes? Um, I would say it's probably pants. Like it's like footy pajama work. <laughs> yeah. Yes, work yes. onesies. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that your feet have boots on, but your boots are inside the work suits. Right. Because it's all it's all seamless except for the front of the leg, which has the weird vagina shaking to it, like yeah. a frontal pleat that it's, should not be pleating. Yeah. I feel like there's an entire. We could do an entire fashion episode it's, on yeah. just the motion picture. Oh, I would like yeah. to not. Yeah. But I think, her, but I think like, if you want to be succinct about it, it's pajamas. Footy yeah. pajamas. Yes. Yeah. Or love you, boat. Would have a, you wouldn't have a firm sole on a footy pajama. You can't. Sure. Yes, love boat because of the terry cloth. Also, the terry cloth polo, short so, t-shirt. The short t-shirt. Yeah, that was wow. terry cloth. So uncomfortable. Yeah. My armpits. So apparently <laughs> they were going to do the, the red, gold, and blue, but like updated versions that kind of look like a mix of TOS show and the motion picture, but Robert Weiss was like, look, I get why, because the reason why a lot of TOS Trek was so bright, because it was one of the only shows in color, so they were really excited to show off all the yeah, color. Right, 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 right. They paid a lot of money for that color. They did, but by the motion picture, they were like, we cannot hit these audience with these fucking primary colors on much. the big screen, right. so Robert Weiss was like, no, we're going to muted colors, like that's, that's why that happened. And it and was so horrible. Instead, yeah. they all look like they work in a menstrual institute. They do. Yeah. Well, is it going? It should be going. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's going. I thought if I separate like this, I can merge yeah. um, it. By the way, I'm pretty sure the reason why none of the men are wearing dance belts, I could almost guarantee that the costume department was like, let's give them dance belts. And Roddenberry's like, um, in the future, we will not have issues with such modesty. Um, and that's just a throwback to our Puritan ways, because that's just... And, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but also gravity. You don't need things like bras in space. That's been well established. Lucas established that two years before. Exactly. Because remember... Bras, dance belts, any kind of encaging... Lingerie devices. Right. Unless you're wearing a flowing 
like sex pod, like I might like I'm on vacation in the tropics. Well, if you're wearing the Barbarella outfit, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. remember, you need the armored nipples. But Ronberry was just following Lucas's order. Yeah. In which the reason why Princess Leia didn't wear a bra is because in zero gravity of space, she could choke on it. Right. And you it don't could want to strangle your dance belt either. Like testicular torsion is a Wait. thing. Oh. You don't want that That's to actually happen. what Lucas That's said. That's yeah. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Might strangle her oh, Carrie God, Fisher yeah. asked him, "Why does Princess Leia not wear a bra?" And he's like, "Well, because there's no gravity in space. There's a danger of your bra could actually strangle you." Yeah, and so but, that's why she wanted. And she was like, she wanted you? the phrase uh, "strangled by her own bra in the moonlight" on her yes. tombstone, right? <laughs> Which yeah. is why she said her favorite game, because she's like she's actually like 19 when she made it, right? Yeah. yeah. Her favorite game was to talk to all the grips and camera people on Star Wars, and she would create lots. Whoever drew the longest straw is the one that got to pull the tapes off her nipple. Oh my god! So, so that they could have a good time at the end of the shoot every day. Uh-huh. It's being, wow. being, the, being the only woman around and in, in, in the room when you're 19 is a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun. Um, that's all I'm And Carrie say. Fisher was a lot of fun. And yeah. it can yes, be a lot of trauma response too. Yeah. Also that. Anyway. Um, but but that's just that's just so dumb because it doesn't make sense. But what he could have said that would have had logic was it's space. There's no gravity, so you don't need a bra. Except they're yeah. on they're, ships that, that have, yeah, have artificial gravity. gravity. I understand that, but <laughs> but but the idea that because it's space. And, All right. and there yeah. is no gravity makes Let's, I feel like infinitely more sense than it's space so your bra might strangle you okay, it's look. such a reach I mean, yeah. let's get so away yeah. let's get away from Star Wars <laughs> and boobs and get to the motion picture and, and buttholes yeah. <laughs> so I do have to say board. that Spock is the um, best dressed in the whole movie like he's well, got that with the black yeah even over Disco Bones. I mean, Ooh. yeah, Disco Bones. Oh, Disco that, Bones is so good. The, pro- wait, well, the, the problem with that Disco Bones was epic. The problem That's with funny. Disco Bones is like, yeah, he's got a cool vibe from the neck down, but from the neck up, he's giving you dirty grandpa. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? The worst thing to happen in the motion picture is they made him shave. I wanted bearded bones Honestly, the whole time. I would have been good with that too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The beard, the beard works for him. Yeah. Spock definitely makes him to clean up. He looked like a hippie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looked like a hippie on a vision quest. Right. Which is but funny because Ethan Peck as bearded hippie Spock is sexy. Uh, and Nimoy doesn't pull it off as well. I don't think. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> That's true. You're just a you're just a Spock I'm, woman. I am a whore for Spock. What infinite Vulcans and infinite beings. No, I mean not all Vulcans. There are some. Oh, I said Spock. Defin- no, you said. I thought you said. Vulcan. No, it's a Spock. Okay, fine. Oh, whatever. He did. Sorry, you can't. Which is Vulcan, like which I believe uh, is an animated like series. Episode. You gotta have that that yeah. half of it there. Wait, 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 don't, don't, don't. Because because I as well like as much as I would like to deny any humanness inside of me, sometimes I can't. Sometimes I can't. So that, then that's why Spock is both a sex symbol and a role model. Yep. Sometimes during the darkest nights when she and I are talking, oh god, she like like grab each other's arms and be like this, this simple emotion. 
<laughs> Jim. Beecher's missing this. That's never happens. <laughs> Denise, I'm looking at you like, is that really, yeah. is that how you're rolling on the porch? Yes, I feel like you this. know me pretty well, Merrick. And I, and I think that you can look like like look at me in the uh-huh. eyes and know that like he's Yeah, probably. He probably. wants it to be true. Just go with the bit, damn it. I, I will I will I will go with your bit only so far as it doesn't like break my character. Oh, sorry. And then you, you took it one step too far, my friends. When don't I? Okay. Yeah. So What else stands out from this? What was that? Uh, what else stands out from this movie? I'm, I, mean, I mostly I, caught I on mean, all these finger gore- levels. I mean, part of it is it is it is like fucking gorgeous. I yeah. I know everyone draw the motionless picture. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole point was to show off the special effects because they were oh, yeah. trying to compete with Star Wars. That's right. Which is they funny hired because ILM to do it, right? Which, yeah. yeah, which is but funny was, because Robert Weiss was like. But I want to make 2001. And that's what it, it felt it like. Absolutely. Yep, that, is. that is exactly what I... I know I've seen this movie before, no but idea. it never occurred to me until I saw it on the big screen yeah. that this is absolutely a response to 2001. Yes. No, so no, the show's a response. The movie's a response to Star Wars. No, it's not. No. Yeah, the, funding, well, the funding is a response to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Vendra on this one that the the cinematic direction is definitely the slow space yeah. pans over and high sort contrast of scenes and psychedelic show, yeah a little bit psychedelic like obviously Star Trek leans into it with the whole wormhole scene of like yeah. the intense visual wormhole yeah, effects yeah. but it's like right, right. it's supposed to show how calm space is and like man is what upsets that calm yeah yes so and Robert without man's involvement it's it's a chill vibe. We're yeah, just yeah, floating. Yeah. We're just soundtrack. little spacemen. Yeah. Um, start, and also Robert Weiss. It's a space but, western. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is it was action, wagon to the it stars. It is action-packed. It is glitzy. Or, it, uh, is, it is funny and quippy. And not to say that this movie does not have like fun, quippy moments. It's got its moments. It well, does. Yeah. It does. But it is not. You, you, you do not it to a Star Wars. No, no. Don't. Uh, but Paramount but wanted absolutely Paramount wanted Star out. Wars money. On, on yeah. a yeah. market money level, is responsiveness is definitely there. Yeah. Just like poor Disney, they're like, we want a Star Wars too. Let's make the black hole. Uh, and then the director turned in Dante's Inferno for kids. Oh my god, it's wonderful, but damn. During nap time, and uh, the like, teachers were like watching. They're like, "Oh, cool! The kids are cashed out. Let's." Did they put on the black hole. They, they put on the black hole, and I woke up like leery-eyed to the ending of it. Oh, um, with oh. just like. Uh, Maximilian like holding his body and like, there's like, with, the, with, uh, with fucking yeah. fucking Tevya inside Maximilian's head yeah I, I thought you were going to say you woke thing. up to Maximilian killing Norman Bates uh, which is one of the most violent scenes ever anyway but um, I, I love I love that movie yeah because it hurt me I so adore that child. movie yeah. I've never. Denise, wow, I haven't yeah. seen the block. Oh, you haven't we, seen it either? I, I, I don't make the rules. Either. No, I sense a. <laughs> well, I, maybe we should get like one person who super I knows it. I sense a commentary. All right. I mean, somebody yeah. write that down. I I also it's have. It's literally on recording. Yeah. I I also oh, yeah. have not listen to that later. I will. Because I have to edit it. Okay, fine, but don't forget. Um, I also haven't seen 2001: A Space Odyssey. What? That's fine. That's okay. It's really yeah. slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's really yeah, slow. objectively, it is. I think yeah, I know what much about it. Just I, from like, I, 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 I
So, so maybe you should see 2001 before a Barbie movie, yes. but also see a Barbie movie before you see 2001, yeah. and that will be the precedent because I, it's, yeah. it makes allusions to. Yes. Yeah. I also have a hard time watching Super movies. If you had told me like a year and a half ago or whenever that like you were going to be excited about a Barbie movie, right. I would have told you fuck off. Right. But no then way. I saw the trailer, and the yeah. trailer opens with that yes. allusion to yes. 2001, yes. and I was teary-eyed with laughter. And they yeah. literally said, if you love Barbie, this is the movie for you. If you hate Barbie, this is the movie. Let's go back to buttholes. A, right. Right. There's the no buttholes on Barbie. We know that. That's literally. Hold on, no, no, hold on. I do want to point out that there is that there are not only those two options for Barbie. The, the love Barbie or the hate Barbie. Right. There's also the, uh, you are from an immigrant family and they would not buy you real Barbie. Oh, I know. So yeah. you were in the have not, but maybe you thought you wanted it. Which why I had knockoff so, G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Also, Barbie didn't look like you. Right. So what else is our taken away from... Um, um, oh, you know what I thought was really interesting slash, like, I guess a big oversight is the fact that... Um, okay, so the the antagonist is V'ger, which it, it named itself. It did. Um, yeah. And then ultimately we learned that V'ger is a sort of a, what's the word? Child? No. Um, a a, a uh, construction. It's a, it's, it is a construction or deconstruction of Voyager. Oh, right. Because the O-Y-A mm-hmm. portion so of them have been... Yeah, that's that's a human language optical construction. There's no reason that a computer would have would have ever. That's true. Ended up at this I do love this entire all, Ben just got a computer okay. counterpoint. Well, okay. Before you do it, really quick, I do love from a completely nerdy side the idea of an entire planet of sentient robots looked at the Voyager satellite or whatever and just went like. I, there's a space between those lo- the letters, but is still a thing. That what do you got, Ben? Yeah. So I feel um, you have some science you're about to drop. Well, just that um, if it's a probe that uh, that's uh, eventually probe that eventually um, gains sentience, um, it is going to have the ability to um, to read uh, to read text. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's possible that um, it read uh, as, as it expanded beyond the um, the original Voyager uh, craft uh, that there were things that came on. Um, uh, there were um, cameras. Sorry, we got all quiet because the server was like, do you want more booze? We're like, yes, we do. We tried really hard to keep it off air, but... Um, editing. I yeah. like how we're hiding the fact that we're drinking. Like, like oh, don't let people know that. No, no, we're just trying not to interrupt the recording. Yeah. So the, um, so basically, like, it scanned, it scanned the text, and because it was dirty, it was just like, oh, all right, and it, like, um, smushed up. It, it smushed it up. It yeah. all the letters. Yeah. Right. So would you say, perhaps, that these... This uh, sentient machine life yeah. had some familiarity with the English language. That was due the face to, of its code, yeah. Due to 
all of the like attempts we've put out there on other spacecraft of like, hey, here's our English language and how we speak. Here's recordings of us. Here's our maps of Earth. Yeah, like the whole thing. Oh, yeah, like we keep we keep putting it out there, saying here's who we are and how to communicate with us. So to me, it's feasible that a sentient machine life force would be able to discern an English language because we keep telling it, here's our fucking alphabet. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's a good point. Like, it's right there on, on the ships. Right. So I feel like it's reasonable that they would have the ability to even pronounce it. Yeah. All, all of our know computer what programs is. know what they are called. Ours yeah. do, but theirs. And and well, so they would have to be absorbing ours. That's so there's, true. If there's pre-existing contact. Well, if that, if there's a side, oh, oh so you're, you're saying it's, like a, it's a mescla of, of us and them. And yeah. So, so maybe you're saying that like if their sentient program, the robot society was not programmed initially the way we programmed computers in that if then thus or like yeah. fuzzy logic well, this could, one this one planet of sentient robots could be like no its name is V'ger because we can read those letters it could yeah. also be like it took damage because that's like clearly a burn mark that goes over those, yeah, those like letters I mean it comment. did better than it Voyager could, 1 which was destroyed by the Klingons about 50 years later oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, but that was a tragedy <laughs> at least it's still trending data about yep. the uh, exosphere but, so like, but the point is like 6 outlives 1 yeah no, I know yes the, the same funny. thing happened in um I forget which specific movie, but the newer Kelvinverse one with Jayla, and she's living on the crashed... Uh, Franklin. The Franklin. And, yeah, and, and that's her home, and her home. she's extrapolating information about Starfleet from that ship. So... Yeah. Yeah! So there was an incomplete picture to begin with when they found Peter. Well, and then, like, some of the books that came out later, which are not canon at all, like, they went a really bonkers. Like, there were books that said, like, V'ger crashed on the original Borg homeworld, which is, which is dumb. I wondered about that. But there's an entire, there's an entire book that Shatner co-wrote when he got resurrected by the Borg, blah, 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 blah. The only thing that was moderately interesting about that is that the Borg tried to assimilate Spock. And when they scan him, they go, oh, already part of the collective because of his mind meld with the Ilea probe. So that part, I was like, okay, this entire weird thing is dumb, but... It's really hard to keep focus. Sorry. Oh. So about this movie, <laughs> right? So many buttholes. Oh my goodness! Okay, space sphincter. We keep coming back to that, but we can't say anything specific. It's like we look yeah, we too deeply into the butthole, and now we yeah, are faced yeah. by it. Yeah. yeah, and we can't really the like, just like, tighten yeah. down and figure uh, figure out things to say about the butthole. Features also weirdly love Craftian, in that it's like this thing that we're not meant to know. Until it pulls us, I don't know. I wow. yeah, no, no, that, that, that all ties in. So, like, we've established that there is a way, there is a reason why V'ger naming itself thusly makes sense because of vagina. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I never added that See, part. You gotta merge with mankind, man. It's vagina. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. You know what? Let's just let's just go ahead and skip ahead. I. They're like not twenty minutes before the climactic, you know. Very climactic. Very climactic. climactic. It probably wasn't Aaliyah, but. But not not twenty minutes before, 
uh, Spock all of a sudden understands what Veger is, and the explanation is that thank you, Veger is a child. Yeah. It, this was it, after it, he penetrated it. Yes. Remember, he says, yes, "I am penetrating the orifice." He went through the multiple sphincters. Which, by the way, when you learn about I love the, the word, the word choice there. It's the also orifice. very dark when you realize what happened to the actor who played Decker. Yeah. The whole yeah. idea of penetrating a child through yeah. the orifice. There. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you to like click and refresh my memory, but don't. I love how during like during the opening credits when all the actors' names came on scene and people were clapping various people, yep. like it was completely silent for Stephen Collins. I was really proud that I yelled out, that's awkward, yeah. and they got yeah. a response. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, maybe, maybe more than one person in the theater made a really good joke, but I feel like a good like two thirds of the Everyone theater was into it. Laughed, laughed after your joke, and I was like, yeah, "Wow, yeah. that's a really good response." Thank you. I mean, I'm not saying like, "Oh my god," like I can't believe that many people laughed at your joke. It's just like, <laughs> I think mean, you are, but that's fine. No, no, no. I am saying it was like a legitimately good was, joke. I was just like. You don't expect it's that many people to laugh at your joke in a theater because you're like limiting your volume, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, but, like, but as Ben just but said, yeah. this was a great audience. No one was there ironically, which yeah. was great. Yeah. Yeah. We all laughed at yeah. the things that were meant to be funny, right? And the things that are like, as Trekkies, we know, like, God damn, that's a weird, awkward fucking. Yeah, like once we're gonna yeah. laugh at it. Yeah. Once we get into the all butthole, oops, all buttholes part of the movie. Right. Everyone's laughing. That's because, the name of this episode, by the way. Star Trek the motion picture, oops, <laughs> all buttholes. Well, don't forget the glowing balls. Yeah, there was. They're uh, flying past there, down the yeah, little trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some the, pulsing orbs. The pulsing orbs, yeah. 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 With the spikes. Yeah. I can't describe um, like that twenty minutes of the movie by like um, special effects cutaway, pushing in on alien uh, alien terrain, uh, cut back to uh, uh, stunned and amazed crewmen. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Twenty minutes. Of well, yeah. I was thinking the whole time that like they're they when they were filming, I assumed they were reacting to nothing. Yeah, they are reacting to nothing. Yeah. So like, yes. there's a lot of Shatner just kind of staring off into the distance. Okay, so so here's the thing: is like we're super used to like the weird Shatner acting against nothing. But in my experience, because I haven't seen every single Star Trek episode, that is the like collectively the most B-roll that I've ever seen. Where I'm like, what was the direction here? Like, what are what are you pretending to react to right now? Because it is. Beauty. You're They're reacting to beauty. Yeah, everything beauty. is to awe and beauty. To and awe. Yeah. And 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 this just, is where we get back splendor. to like, and this is where we get back to like the whole you know 2001 of it all. Yep, yep. How many uh, people yeah. in this cast watched 2001: A Space Odyssey before they performed in this film? Because I feel like that would have made a big difference. I mean, all of them. That that movie was a. Game changer in terms of Hollywood. Yeah, and, yeah, and even when it came out, it wasn't like something people discovered later. It sure. was a big no, fucking no, deal I, when it I, came and out. I, I, I believe you when you say that, but I just, I'm like, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't. I, say, not everyone right. delivered on they that. Were, uh, the production was so rushed. Um, yeah, like uh, when when the um, uh, when they flew out the cans of film to the theaters across the country. 
the cans were still wet from uh, photo emulsion from developing because they were cutting up to the day. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just, they just like did not. Same with Goldsmith's score. He was he was oh. rearranging the score as they were cutting it. There's some good tracks in there. By the way, that Goldsmith's yeah. score is oh, yeah. so oh. good. It sets the tone. For it sets track. the tone for the next thirty years or trip. Well, well, no, not even like, today. to today. Yeah, we're only starting to get a little bit of the uh, like throwback to uh, the original series with Strange New Worlds and a little bit of Discovery. Yeah. Oh yeah, as the yeah. credits yeah. wrap on Discovery, it has a little bit of that. Okay, I, can I ask a question? A tie into this? Are we all caught up on Discovery? Yes. Oh yes. No, but that's okay. I don't care about spoilers. Okay, because it's Star Trek and everything happens. Right. So I feel like they're getting in Discovery, they're getting into a plot point about some sort of sentient machine force, right? Like, uh, and I keep thinking, like, is it the Borg? But is it maybe V'ger that they're... Oh, Mary, from your lips to God's ears, oh, yeah. that the final season of, Boy of Discovery has to deal with Voyager or Beecher. Oh, that make yeah. me so happy. Like the because I feel like yeah, they they keep playing with there being some sort of artificial intelligence that's invasive that is taking over other ships and causing destruction and it like absolutely decimates everything it comes across and nobody has a name for it and I feel like they're faking that it's the board because that's the property that we already know as fans. But I feel yes. like it could potentially be a V'ger vibe. That's, that's actually a really, really good concept because there is no more reference to V'ger after the motion picture. Right? Exactly. None. But they have but but we don't really know what happens. Right. Like, like we, we okay, fine. Uh, Decker and Ilya. Decker and Robot Ilya. They're do it. missing. Yeah, they, yeah, they heavy air quotes. They're yeah. missing. Yeah. yeah, they turn into and then, Stardust and, and fuck. But like, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then in so Strange New really Worlds. So you take that anywhere. In Strange New Worlds, Mbenga's daughter become stardust. Yeah. That's right. Yes, that's right. So we have precedence mm -hmm. of although, humans although turning into sentient non-humans. Yes. Um, yeah. Very much no, but, so. But it shows that the current writers are paying attention yeah. to events they of the They very past, much do. And yes. they are they pulling from it. That's probably the best thing about Strange New Worlds is how hard oh, yeah. they tap into all of the lore oh, yeah. and science. And lower decks. And lower, and lower decks. Yes. But lower decks is different because <laughs> it is, because it is. It's post T uh, TNG. I know. It's, it's a Picard still. era. No. Is it? No. It's, no. it's between TNG and Picard. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's between yes. TNG and Picard. Yeah. Yeah. It's also but it's also, it's also because there is Voyager. there is a Romulus right. with, with the first season of Picard where they're trying to contact that that artificial life that yeah. rearranged those stars and everything like that. I think that would be a reference to the. You know, robots or the uh, sentient machine planet that Beecher found. It could or, be. I mean, would that would they be the well, ones? It's that better that than yet there being another soon. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that reminds me. Another soon or another. By the way, yeah. this episode, this review of Star Trek the Motion Picture, all over the place. <laughs> we have I mean, Star Trek It's the motion picture, and it was like 50 years ago, so of course it's going to be all over the place. It, because it connects to so many things. Right? Yeah. Right. Which is why I'm like, by the way. Oh shit, did I forget? Focus. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, keep going, keep going. Give me a minute. 
So um, I do have to say that uh, I liked the arc of like uh, Kirk being a total dick to Decker oh, yeah. and like there sort of being some reconciliation. Yeah. I thought yeah. that that works uh, pretty organically. I like that. I know, I know it was retconned later when they admitted that, like, Will Decker is literally meant to be the son of Commodore Decker from the Doomsday right, Machine. Right, right. So you... Really? Alicia, you never knew that? I don't think I knew no, that. No, it's an no. homage to Commodore Decker. Oh, so, Which means part of me was always Space like, Terrence. you know what, Admiral, not only did you take my job, but you fucking let my dad die. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, thank you. By the way, apparently the Deckers and machines just don't do very well. Every time I hear about Captain Decker, I'm like, well, the guy from my favorite Star Trek episode, right? That's, that's but, meant but then to be like, his I dad. do the math, and I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense, because this guy is obviously younger than the guy from Doomsday Machine. Also, doesn't he die? He does, yeah. And um, like a weirdo, I never just like Google it to verify the, the, the facts. I'm just always confused about the Decker in... The movie versus Side the note. Decker and Doomsday, and I eventually assumed I'm like, maybe maybe the guy from the episode is like Deckard, you know, Ard, which is a different. Yeah, no, it's, it's meant to be him. Side note: Fair the actor enough. they cast as Decker, they tried to get into Star Trek for a long time before. Mm-hmm. He never wanted to do sci-fi because sci-fi wasn't treated very seriously. Is this the Commodore Decker? The Commodore Decker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The reason why they finally got him is he read the script of Doomsday Machine, and he went to the director and went, oh. I'm Captain Ahab. And they went, yeah. And he's like, I'm in. Wow. Ahab is Decker's Ahab in the Doomsday Machine. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Wow. I don't know how I feel about that. Go go back and like. Just the whole reason why Ricardo Montalban was excited to play Khan, especially in the movie, because his dream role as an actor was to play King Lear, but he said they will never cast a, not, a brown like, person to pay King Lear. So his con in Wrath of Khan is King Lear. Oh, that's wonderful. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, flat out playing wow. King Lear. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, like, you know how much that episode meant to me. Yeah, I know. Uh, when we did Trickucation, and... Uh, it's but, a good but, episode. Uh, but I don't recall us ever talking about the connection to Moby Dick in, in, in that... Well, we didn't bring it up there, but yeah, it's got a... Yeah. It's really hard to cover all of how cool Star Trek is in right. any single discussion right. about Star Trek. You're right, well, and again, It is hard. It's, just, it's too cool for a single Well, and also, this was literally my first ten episodes as a podcaster. Right. Well, as this podcaster uh, in relation to Star Trek. And it's, so. it's a lot to take in. Uh, we're all we doing the Northeast Portland. Was that a gun? No. No. I'm sorry, I live downtown. That was not... I know. I live close, <laughs> I live close to downtown. We're good. Um, gosh, what else do we want to cover on it? Other than... Uh, I do have to say, there's the transformation of uh, Spock to him, like, after uh, uh, mind-melding with V'ger, um, then you get, like, that infinitely shippable scene yeah. uh, of Kirk and Spock. It's just <laughs> also oh. so bad. Did you all notice? I always you, you're talking about the Med Bay scene, right? The Med Bay yeah. scene. Yeah. 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 This has to be intentional, but Nimoy looks younger in that scene. Yes, he does. And yes, that, he does. That's got to be an intentional choice. Yeah. It has to be. Well, and because when you see him, he's got that little scar, but in that scene, because he's He's connected with V'ger, and, be, and that's when he realizes 
Vijay is a child who is all logic. He's missing this emotional connection. And it makes him like feel it makes him feel younger. To. Yeah, but I, that had to be an intentional choice on. But the as it is, line. like at the beginning Not of the movie, makeup, he makeup, yes, everything, yeah. all of it, all of it. In the beginning, he opens the movie and he looks like a very old man. Yeah, right. Um, he looks you know, old. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, he's been in the no. desert for a while, and that's bad for anybody. Like, right. that's, just, that's just Vulcan. Yeah, your there's skin a is reason, dry. There's a reason I left the Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he looks. He Can looks we just add to the director's cut? Is that badass statue? Yeah, with the pawn farm. Yeah, it's not the Slurp up. No, Learbuck. Learbuck. Yeah, the on wound is the right. Wait, are we reversing it? I don't know what that. Thing that you don't worry, you know, somebody will you were in the park. You should know this shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was not in um, the first season. It's too late, Benjo. You've been called out. <laughs> well, that, that's one thing I love about the director's cut is that they, they expanded, like, the UCG to expand on the backgrounds. That you know what else they did? Yeah. They removed the moons because Vulcan has no moon. Yes. Which is what annoys oh. me in the J.J. Abrams one. There's a moon. Uh, that's the moon. The, the, Sorry, the TOS episode... You can't just get rid of moons. You can add them, though. I mean, if you're you're changing, like, space-time history... Because there's that part in the original series episode where Uhura's like, Spock, do you not, like, have songs that inspire you when you look at the moon? He's like, Lieutenant Vulcan has no moons. And she's like, then I feel sorry for you, basically. (laughs) I mean... Does that mean there's no Vulcan witches? Like, what, what up? No, there's oh, no yeah. Vulcan witch. I, I mean, witch. Witches find a way. Yeah. Not good. Here's the thing. I, like that I would argue that those who follow, if you watch Enterprise, no. goddammit, yeah. that when it's the younger uh, T'Pol, right? Uh, T'Pol. She is doing the teachings of Surak that involve that because remember mind melding is like yeah. equated with AIDS and enterprise, yeah, right? yeah. and oh, she's like, right. no, that's not true. Well, These are ancient traditions. Like... So you know what? Paul is basically a Vulcan witch. Okay. Yeah. But did I get it wrong again? No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm questioning myself. You're, I know. You're right. When we, she we when she believes <laughs> that like no, we have we have ignored these teachings of Surak, and we have become corrupted. Like Surak was all about like. Yes, purge your emotions, but be in touch with who you are. So there are Vulcan Yeah, those are two different things, for sure. Um, And in fact, you could argue that if it wasn't for a Vulcan witches, they eventually would have gotten themselves into endless wars with the Andorians in Enterprise. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Of which they'd have lost, because no one makes the Andorian Mining Commission run. They run for no one. <laughs> Aren't the Andorians also the ones who say, "Don't push the pink skins Don't on the thin the ice"? Don't push the pink skins on the thin ice. So they know their limitations. Yeah, well, they have no problem fucking with the Vulcans. I thought uh, that it was a beautiful. Um, it's really kind of a sequel to um, the animated series, like tonally. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um, like totally like the the pace of the music, the um, uh, to the animated series, to the animated series, yeah, um, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. Right. Oh wow. 73. Yeah. yeah. 
That's why there's a big like lower decks push and the animated series is getting a new push and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's actually an episode of the um, of the animated series. I wish I remembered the name of it, but it is essentially the same storyline as the motion picture, um, where they enter a sentient brain in space um, until finally Spock mind melts with it. Um, the motion picture was the anime series was so weird, <laughs> it was so but also great. Weird. Yeah, because a lot of them were just TOS scripts that then had to be cut to half an hour. Yeah, which right. means sometimes you didn't even watch TOS. You're like, the main story is really good, but boy, did they pad it out. Yeah. Some of the best animated series were just no, we're just distilling oh, it down. Just the meat, just the meat. Right. Yeah, like when Spock had to like meet kid version of himself. Oh yeah. Um, by the so way, fun. I don't. I, I, I'm sorry to like cut in, but I, I can't lose it again. Uh, Benja, what you were describing reminded me of that thing I lost track of earlier. Is um... same thing. Oh no! Oh no! Oh. Lincoln Park, why? Uh. No, 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 no! I'm sorry. I'm. I couldn't I'm help it. Sh- I was going to be like, my name is Optimus Prime. No, no, to no! To all Autobots no, no, out I'm there sorry, seeking freedom and justice, I think I can still get it. I think come I can, to okay. Earth. I think I can still get it. It was um, uh, they 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 shortened the story. It was. Say what you said again, real quick. Just hold on, wait, 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 wait. So, hold on. Terry Metalis, who wrote most of Picard season three, yeah, he had tweeted that if he had his druthers, he would have ended Picard with Jerry Ryan before like they warp out with this song. No, because he has the age of that. He's our, He's our age. Yeah. And part of him was like, yeah. if I could have gotten away with it, this would have been the end of Picard season three. Oh, this song yeah. with Enterprise G warping off into the distance. That's two on the nose. Yeah. I'd have been there for it. Okay, yeah. sorry. What was your thought? No, I. By the way, I, that's Merrick's fault because she pointed the speaker and went. No, actually, you heard it. I it's like no, I did hear it. Heard it. No, honestly, we heard it because we're millennials. Yeah, it's, it's not Merritt's fault. Thank I, you. I was Denise. literally trying to like get get my thought in before my brain was overridden by Lincoln Park. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, it is, once you hear that piano, it's, it's yeah. Gone. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going too far. Yeah, I I technically use this song. In a thesis, uh, like for a, like a like a high school God, you nerd. project in English class. We're talking English about the motion class, picture, but that's some nerdy shit. Re nineteen eighty four. And I will always remember because everyone else did Doesn't too. <laughs> yeah. So what were you gonna say? Uh, hold Which on, no idea. If Benji could hum a few bars, I might get there. So the animated series, that episode with. Um, where they fly into the uh, fly into like the space, space brain. cloud, space brain cloud. Um, something it did a lot better than the mo- than the motion picture that the motion picture could have taken notes from. Less buttholes. Uh, uh, yeah, ten percent less buttholes. Um, and also, uh, that's the name of the episode. Ten percent less buttholes. Showing on a map where they their progress. Um, there was a visual representation of their progress. On the animated series on the animated, or the movie? Okay. The animated series. 
that the movie really could have used to help orient. Uh, yeah, because like, I feel like in the in the movie it was just like tactical. Yeah, we it was the the one tactical and like the the fact that they're just like they're making a sure. beeline for the half center, of us are now then... talking about Trek. The other half are just like table dancing to Lincoln Park, <laughs> yeah. which is great. What are you going to do? We about are it? table lip syncing. I mean, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it right. I'm, we're still up. listening. We call it Sam <laughs> Makes me so glad I'm on Adderall, otherwise I would have been right along with that. I am too. <laughs> I also am on Adderall. Well, dang it. I'm on I have nothing. I have no reason then. You want some Adderall? But I also got terrible, terrible sleep last Actually, night. Actually, if you want some, I do have. Yeah. It might be I because probably shouldn't I, be recorded. <laughs> I chose to not waste a broken up Adderall pill yesterday afternoon. There is. I don't know. We'll talk know. off mic. We'll talk off mic. Okay, real quick though, I did remember the thing, and it, you Say know, it. honestly, it. it's it's Say not it. it's not even that interesting or funny anymore. Well then, fuck it, let's move on. But I, no, 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 but, but I still want to share it, it with it. you. Those of you who listened to Trekucation, the original series, yeah, will remember that the, the one that I made had Scott Daly never. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna get bleated. I'm bleeding <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, bleed that. Played that, um, but like people who listen to the, the Trekucation and Next Trekucation will, will probably remember that I I used to make a really big deal out of omnipotent space dicks. Oh, you hate yeah. them? Yeah, not not Trelane, Q, not not actual phalluses. Just the idea yeah. that like you are a space being, you are not from Earth. You know way more than Earthicans, and you're a total dick about it. Yeah. You are so fucking smug about how much smarter and better and more omnipotent you are than a basic-ass human who just figured out space travel. And then you hold it against humans who are so fucking stupid and just, just... just monkeys with with, 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 eager. with ideas. Hairless right. monkeys. Yeah, hairless. Yes, yeah. yes. Like hairless, hairless, eager hairless. monkeys who have not really, like, well, have we figured out a lot of really fucking kick-ass science? Yes. But are we still mostly privy or, like, uh, under, under the, under the uh, command of our stupid <laughs> emotional whims? Also, yes, this movie, this movie is a reminder of the fact that, like, yeah, Even our scientific creations are extremely susceptible to our own stupid human needs. Which is a very oh, Roddenberry thing. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it because is. Because I do believe the original story was called The God Thing. It's So the motion picture is basically the pilot to Phase 2. Right. I did know that. Rip yes. Zon. Who? Rip Zon. <laughs> Epsilon Station. And uh, so, R.I.P. Zorn. Is yeah. it Zon or Zorn? Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> here's the irony the guy who plays the Vulcan commander Sonak is right. not Zorn right. Zorn was the guy who ran the Epsilon station the right. actor right. Uh-huh. that poor motherfucker thought he was going to be locked into a Star Trek show because uh-huh. Nimue wasn't going to come back for phase 2 Right. Mm-hmm. so they cast this guy to play the next Vulcan and then they're like we're doing a movie Nimue's like I'll come back for a movie just the one. And this poor actor's like, the they're like, we'll, we'll, you, we'll give you a role. We'll give you a role. We'll kill you in the first we'll just kill you in the, Yeah. We'll but, just kill but you in the first was, that was my point. Is like, and, and then there, he's like, there but there's is... actually a book. And they're like, no. Yes. No. Did they, at least, did they at least give him the scream? No. 
No. No. Okay. But so no, there, there is a point in the movie before like, Spock uh, connects with the, like, the being and realizes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> hangs up on him. Like, Although, really quick. So I want to add something that I really love to the director's cut that is added only in the director's cut. It is in the theatrical release and the TV release when they are watching the Epsilon station get destroyed. When it's done yeah. and Kirk says, you are off. In the director's cut, Ohura turns it off. Nope, but... But in the theatrical and the movie version, he has to yell at her twice, view her off, and it always fucking bugged me because Ohura is not, like, affected in such a way. Oh, yeah. So I love in the director's cut when he says view her off, he fucking turns the viewer off. Because Ohura is a goddamn professional. Which then, I'm going to go on a rant her really quick. As much as I fucking love from a actor standpoint... In Star Trek VI and Discovered Country, when Uhura's like, the Klingons will recognize the Universal Translator yeah. and they're going through the books, as funny as that is, years later when I thought about it, I'm like, that's actually kind of an insult to the character, because she fucking speaks every dialect yeah. of Klingon yep. automatically. Yep. What I found out years later is that Michelle Nichols hates that scene. <laughs> because yeah. she's like, I get you're doing a joke, but Uhura has already me. been established. Yeah, that yeah. she speaks all these languages, why the fuck does she have to look up Klingon yeah, in they a book? Yeah. I literally pointed out to Alicia during this movie, it was like, yeah. why Why are they going to communicate with this foreign being and they're not taking her? They're not, not officers. Officers. Right. Yeah. She has zero part. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's really the sad. person that like, should know that should be doing like all of this. Can, and yeah, they're like, like okay, like, okay. Like, we'll yeah. take this guy because he wants to like when, yeah. like when Spock love, is like, it's a different Spock. transmission radio. Yeah, at that, that's, I'm like, that's an that Uhura was job. her scene. That yeah. should have been her scene. I also noticed that, and they didn't know what to do with a lot of the side characters, like Sulu, as it is, a lot which of which is an TV. issue with movies. When you have a yeah. TV show, you can give characters episodes. It's harder in a movie. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Like, I, I fucking love Forrest De Kelly. I love Bones. Yeah, but, you just call him Forrest De Kelly. Yes, De Forrest Kelly. De Forrest Kelly. I like Forrest De Kelly. I want to say Forrest Kelly would actually have found that really funny. Yeah, I mean they work both ways. He would have found it. Um, I'm not mainly because, feel he's, bad because it he smoked a lot of weed. Fantastic. He and Nimoy smoked a lot of weed. DeForest Kelly even talks about how fans used to send him joints yeah. with, with pictures. Lucky he was like, I responded to everyone. He's like, I think it was on the Trekkies documentary. He's like, the marijuana cigarettes are gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, DeForest Kelly got ripped. But, oh, but here's yeah. my point. If you take him out of that movie, it doesn't change the movie. You could have Chapel do the same one. The only yeah. reason you need DeForest Kelly as Bones is to rip on Spock. Yep. For like the three times he yeah. does it. And anyone could also, make those insults. Also to rip on Kirk's Yeah. So he does kind of be like a voice of reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. He, he actually doesn't rip on Spock. Really. I do. If, any, like, if anything, yeah. it's noteworthy how excited he is it's to see true. Spock. He's Spock actually angrier. He's actually 
more excited, and I kind of love this because it goes to their relationship, which for as much as some people don't like the Abrams movies, I adore Beyond, and I feel like Beyond tapped into that. The motion picture shows that, like, he pokes fun at Spock. He kind of loves Spock. Yes, yeah. yeah. Totally. Spock is the like show, his... The show is clear on that. Yeah. He's, a, he always, he's always So he puts, Kirk in, he puts Kirk in his place, but, like, he likes to rib on Spock, but he doesn't put Spock in his place. He doesn't no. tell Spock, like, put your head out of your ass. Yeah. yeah. He tells it to Kirk. But first of all, out. no one ever needs to tell Spock to pull no. his head out of his Yes. Yeah. No, but his, McCoy is... McCoy is... His ass, it's for a logical reason. McCoy is very much, no one picks on my big brother except me. Yeah. And that's Spock. It's, it's, interestingly, they have a very loving relationship, which is why the one of parts I like about Beyond, when, at, towards the it's end, they when, address it. They well, actually... when Spock is like, you know, Doctor, I thought I had made my admiration of you clear. And McCoy's like, look, you have Spock, but like, Let's not talk about this. I don't want to deal with it. You're about you're to right, die. We're going right. to die. Yes, you're right. No. It's so great. Because um, I love that McCoy, this whole movie, he's kind of there to call out Kirk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He does it multiple times. It's kind of great. Just, like, break off and I love this song, by the way. <laughs> no, yes, you're right. But I remember that, were... but, but that's the point. It's like, okay, yes. Is the dynamic between Spock and Bones in this movie great? Yes. But it's funny. Well, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. Um, but it's it's a it's almost out of character. Everyone feels because a little it's, out of because it's though. so it's because they're it's, trying to find their place in the new in the new version of Trash. Because it's a yeah. magnification of what they almost had in the show. Yeah. And, but there's a yeah, but, and, sorry. and 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 the part that I'm more focused on is the fact that like if you had not put Bones in this movie, it would still be the same movie. You could... St- I don't know I'm, if that's completely true. I'm not... But only because of a couple scenes. Okay, maybe... I, I just I just want to make it clear that I'm not saying, like, fuck Bones, you don't need him. I'm just saying just he was like- not... He was not well written into this film. Uh, Spock? That is true. There's a lot of parts where, like, Spock DeForest Kelly well- walks onto the bridge... And then just like has a dramatic there. pose, doesn't even talk. No, and maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe does like an over the shoulder with, with Shatner, and he's like, Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. He doesn't even say anything, he just looks at him like, Really, motherfucker? Are you yeah. sure? And then As he's frightened and then out he of Captain Surf. Here's what I love my favorite kind of Bones moment actually doesn't involve Spock, it doesn't involve the Trinity McCoy, Spock, Kirk. Right. It's McCoy. Kirk Decker. It's the part where, like, Kirk gets, like, why was my phaser on the counter? That entire scene, and Decker leaves after he tells Kirk, like, you are a danger to this mission. It's a very, and I remember thinking, like, goddamn, the dynamic between these characters are such a great, like, they they are character icons. They're not even characters anymore. They are just icons. And it has nothing with Spock. It's when, when Kirk says, like, do you think I plan... Basically, Kirk says, like, are you going to call me out on this? The implication being, there's only one person on that ship who can relieve Kirk. It's McCoy. Yeah. And McCoy says, that depends on you. Yeah. With the attitude of McCoy being like, this motherfucker, you drafted me back in. 
I was perfectly yep. happily drinking mint juleps and fucking in Georgia in my <laughs> retirement with my fucking beard and my jumpsuit yep. and my medallion. And my I was having a good time. And his jazz cigarettes. And you know he was also smoking cigars or a hookah. Oh, he probably oh, had yeah. like a free love commune in Georgia. Yeah. McCoy oh, he's was doing living the fucking great for midlife. Oh my god, they was probably doing shrooms, like McCoy was living the fucking dream. Oh, the yeah. mycelium network starts somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Admiral McCoy was like, hey, here's the thing, Leonard. I'm pulling you back in, because Jimmy needs you. And he's like, motherfucker. Just when I got that. out there. He, he clearly didn't know that. At the last possible minute, because yeah. he's still mad when he shows up. Yeah. yeah. He's still, he's well, he's he still mad, and that's the thing he doesn't know why. The moment he sees Kirk, he's like, Fuck, that's why. They drafted me. So that moment where he, like, when Kirk's like, blah, 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 and Decker's like, McCoy's like, that depends on you, Jim boy. Yeah. Like, you step out of line one time, I will, the implication being, I don't care that Earth is at risk, I will leave your ass of command. Yep. Yeah. Because listen, man child who wants to still run a ship and be a space cowboy, we're all old. Roll the yep. fuck up. And I mean, and everyone, everyone else really from good. the original crew knows it, right? Takei, at the like, as right after he shows up, he's like, he wanted her back. To say, yeah, I here it. I am, and he leaves. Takei says he wanted her back. And he got she her. Fucking made sure. And the younger people yes. that are serving her Decker, they're like, who the fuck is this old admiral? Yeah, guest right. job. I do like Uhura's line, because that's only the director's cut, when she says, like, the chances of us fucking surviving this may have just doubled. Yep. Right. And it's yet, a good line. at it's the a good same line. time, the very first orders that he gives Are shitty. almost get oh, them fucking oh, killed. Yeah, yeah. So which, technically... which means I feel like I want to cut to another director's cut. Where has Uhura's going like, oh fuck, I called that wrong. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to be like Uhura and, was wrong, but she was fucking wrong. Well, she's not, not wrong. So, okay, well, I think you're you're getting to one of the core essences of what we love about Kirk, which is that he always. Uh, he he manages to always win against the robots, the sentient machine forces. He did. He did fucking talk his way out okay. of a robot thing. Again. Exactly. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Kirk is really good against the robots. He's good against the AI, but he he and he always outlogics the machine somehow. But this is the first time that you can outlogic the machine. Like it doesn't matter what Kirk is going to say to the machine. Right. The machine is going to be like you're still not giving me the information that I need. Yep. The only solution to this problem is to fuck the machine. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirk is not going to do that. And it's the first time that Kirk cannot actually beat the machine because he is not willing to fuck the machine and it's the one thing in the entire fucking universe that Kirk is not willing to fuck and I'm sure he probably would but there is somebody else that's younger and more suited to fucking that machine. Yeah, I was about to say, he's he currently jealous. And Kirk supersedes. He's like, you know what? You you got this one, buddy. Yeah. You do this, you well, but he keeps coming back as they're trying the to get away. He's just from like, you. <laughs> so, you know what? You take you this one, ahead, buddy. This, one. Like, this <laughs> one's for you. I saved it for you. I mean, there was, there's yeah. a piece of him that yeah. wants to go instead of Decker. Because well, he keeps turning back. Well, and, and they're like, like come on, Jim. Bones, like, yeah. Spock has to hold him back. And he's like, Decker, no. And he turns around and takes another look. Yeah. 
It's like, it should be me. No, we need to leave them to their private oh, domain. Yeah. And they still didn't. They turned around like fucking pervs Let and watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the one and time. It's the one time that Kirk is up against a machine yeah. and yeah. he can't actually win against it. It's yeah. somebody else that has to win against it. Right. And that's got to really hurt him because that was almost a captain. And it's like, it's the guy that starts dating his ex-girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Almost yeah. gets the ex-girlfriend back. Oh, but then in the end, it's still the new guy that gets I, the ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I, 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 I love Ilea's yeah. line yeah. Oh, when, she, when she's first on board. My oath of celibacy is our record, Captain. Like, yeah. oh my yeah. god. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. like, That's like, like, just, like, No, shut I, it down. I love that that didn't get expanded until the Riker Titan novels. In that... Delton's entire religion and culture is around sexuality. Yeah. That makes sense. So much so that in the Titan novels, they have, I think it's, I think this XO was Delton. And there's a, one of the Titan novels is like, it becomes like, whatever, the Delton version of Spring Break slash Ramadan, which I know sounds very weird. Do you mean Ramadan? No, Ramadan. (laughs) Yeah. Religious fucking. That's kind of how they do it. That... Troy is like, Will, why did you move him to this deck? No one's going to sleep. <laughs> He's going to keep them all up. <laughs> that, that's just it. Like, like Del- And again, this is very Roddenberry. Delton's fuck as a religious experience. Again, very Roddenberry. Yeah. Speaking of very Roddenberry, how about all of the, like, intense stares between most of the characters like between Kirk and Scotty like in on the sh- oh, yeah. on the shuttle pod ride have you ever read the script oh my god I've yes. heard the script so I've heard, so this I mean, heard the script performed live at a uh, uh, Shrek yeah. After Dark that's right. in like 2013 it's Adam Roscoe and Nate Ayling yes which- it is yeah. <laughs> while it's it funny was being read if you watch so- either of their Instagram accounts <laughs> yep. very erotic <laughs> There's also just a lot of General Brady munching yes. going on. Just like Kirk, Spock, <laughs> McCoy, <laughs> Kirk, Bones, Spock, McCoy. Spock. Also, is Kirk is Shatner doing way more Spock in the show? In the movie, Spock. in the ever did in the show? Yeah. Yeah. And he really yeah. lays yeah. it on pretty thick. Yeah, he does. He really does. Which is probably Robert Weiss being like, "Let's because yeah, this is a if, if the director didn't like it." Let's put some it, lines It wouldn't in. be on the screen. <laughs> right. But but it also had to already be a thing that the director was like, yeah, keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I just, wonder if... Yeah, so here's the thing. Shot. Robert Weiss is an old school director. He works with the concepts of icons. He's old school Hollywood. Right. I think the move, the last movie he did before the motion picture might have been fucking West Side Story. No, he did stuff in between. He had to Andromeda. When was Andromeda strange? But yeah, this is the guy who did West Side Story. Like he's an, but he's an old school Hollywood director. It It does in terms of Hollywood icons. That's what I mean. Yeah. Sure. Not you because you're brown. That's not what I mean. Oh. The funny thing being, there's nobody. Here's the. There's nobody brown in West Side Story. That's the great irony. Uh, Except for maybe Rita Moreno. About most musicals. Except uh, except uh, Starship Rhapsody. Uh Except Starship Rhapsody. Strange New World. Subspace. Subspace. Thank you. Subspace. The Andromeda Andromeda Strain was 1971, and then after that was a movie called uh, 
wait, did you direct that one? Happy yeah. birthday, Wanda June. Yes. And then in 73, two people, 75, the Hindenburg, 77. Oh, oh she the Hindenburg? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. his movie preceding uh, Star Trek was Audrey Rose. Because he only passed away a few years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he only did two movies after the motion picture. In 1989, he directed a movie called Rooftops. And in 2000, he directed a movie called A Storm in Summer. And then that was the last movie he directed. No, out. good for him. He's old school. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, I wonder if, like, the... The repeating of the characters' names was like. We've been going for almost an hour. This is impressive. Oh my god, wow. it's a whole show. Um, like the repeating. Brought to you by Guardian names. Games and Revnat's Hard Cider. <laughs> <laughs> or was like for nostalgia. Or what? Like or just put the ads in later. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> like because this is like we're bringing this movie. Like I already you know, have to edit this. I don't want to add more shit to it. Um, Sorry, Alicia. No, it's it's okay. Um, like because it had been. <laughs> what, at this point, 14 years since? No. It had been 10 years since Star Trek had gone off the air. So this was like its big comeback. So I wonder if maybe... Oh, from the character- shorter movie? Yes. So uh, yeah, because so Trek wonder- ended what, 68? 69, nice. I thought. 69, I think. Nice. And, <laughs> um, so <laughs> maybe like that. even repeating characters' names in then that Then he had the animated series in yes. 72? 72, 73, I believe. Yeah. Or it yeah. might have been 73, 74. I think it was 73, 74. 23. Is it two three? Sweet. Thank you. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Um, that's like the, that's the last. All right, one we gotta I hang out more. I got all yeah, mumbled. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Some I just yeah. have I just have an Enterprise tattoo. I'm such a bad Alicia, trekkie. It's okay. Um, you're not a bad trekkie. You're I'm a good trekkie. No, I'm, I'm very proud. That's of how we bonded. I have that movie quoting the movie. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to. Remember that our first bonding was over old Trek memorabilia. Yes. And then you thought I was going to ask you out. <laughs> See? And then I was like, no, I just want to show you Star Trek memories. All right, keep in mind, I was drunk. I was quite drunk when he went to show me all those memories. Were you? Yes, I was. I was so excited to show Star Trek stuff to somebody. I, I didn't was even so register drunk that. and had, never mind, we don't have to get into that. Um, Multiple dudes had hit on you. Yes. I was not one of them. I was just works. like... Do you want to see my Star Trek collection that I was, was gifted? And it was amazing. Um, no, but we first bought it over Star Trek trivia, where we completely dominated. Where we dominated, <laughs> destroyed <laughs> <laughs> everyone. <laughs> also, it was 1973. <laughs> the anime series? Yes. yes. Okay. okay. So, so and then the movie hit in 79, so they yes. probably shot it in 77, 78. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I think seven. Well, actually, don't think Maybe Sam's close. Um, we're fine. It's a bar. I'm sure we're fine. Yeah. Um, it is 11.30. Okay. Oh, God. It's fine. Not for night. a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Not for a while. Okay. So, I mean, there, there has to be, like, a level of nostalgia that was put into this movie. Like, they're trying to evoke the feelings of watching these characters on TV, and yeah. now you, you can see so? them on a big... Well, I mean, oh, yeah. a little bit. Really? At yeah. least I feel like Paramount was just going for a cash grab. What? Maybe the people making it were going yeah, for a cash grab. The funding of it, but then you—that you, was all phase two funding. You know, the people yeah, that pay the money it. to make the thing only have so much of a say, but the people that are actively involved in making the thing get to make the thing yeah. that right. they want to make. Yeah, and it doesn't no, matter right. how much yeah. money there is; they're still the people that are making it, and the people with the money get what they get, and the yeah. people that are making it make what they want. That's why I, you give them. Ideally, money. yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that happens. 
That was very mob of you, by the way. Mob? <laughs> yeah, remember, you get what you get. The money you gets what you get. get. That's right. That's the way it is That's in right. Hollywood. You fucking, someone's in your way, you fucking take them out. They know the rules. You just trek right over them. It's your show. <laughs> you know what we haven't talked about yet on the motion picture? What's that? A couple of, well, we brought up Jerry Goldsmith's score, which oh. set the precedent for Trek for the next 50 years. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, my God. Also, oh, this is the first appearance of, first off, the Katinga-class Klingon cruiser, which yes. is the evolution yes. of the D7. Yes. And this is the first time we get the Klingons as we know them. Yes, right. As played by Mark Leonard. As played yeah. by Mark Leonard. Who, who up until mind. recently, has played more aliens, um, um, Jeffrey Coombs has now played officially played more. Yes. But only by like one or two. Yeah. yeah. He's played like Thief Ferengi, but you can't act as like yeah. in terms of like aliens. Right. No. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That was like the first time that they had like the like the visible. The visible. Which, which, I, which yeah. I love that they retconned in that DS9 episode where right. like we do not they, talk about it with outsiders. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. It's almost the first time we hear like bum 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 that happens there. Yep. And also, um, it's where we get a lot of the uh, the visual iconography yes. for like ship design. You have yep. uh, Lee Cole who did the uh, graphic design work for the motion picture, and that carried that now, carried on in. We did, also did they bring in Mark Okren to like create Klingon. Was that he for did that it movie? right after yep. Star Trek right Four? He yep. uh, Star Trek Three. He came on board. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The other thing that doesn't get acknowledged a whole lot is the fact that the languages we hear. That's all Jimmy doing. That's right. Right. The Klingon right. language and Vulcan. That's Jimmy doing. Mm-hmm. Like creating languages for yep. Star Trek. Because in fact, if you watch, not so much the Klingons, but if you watch the Spock scene of the Kolinar on Vulcan, uh-huh. yeah. if you watch them, she's speaking English. Yes, she yeah. is speaking English, and then they overdubbed it. And they overdubbed it, and that's all James doing, creating right. different languages. Right. He so so fucking Scotty is why we have. Klingon and Vulcan. He created those languages. Poor God. What? <laughs> Your drink was half full when I left. I don't know what to tell you. It really wasn't. Uh, Benjo will give me one. Oh. oh, Joel. Yes. Oh. Well, I'm the only one keeping you two alive in the Witchlight Carnival. I love the motion picture. Me too. I, but I feel like it's a movie you don't enjoy. You enjoy more as you get older. Yeah. yeah. I've refined. It's the, the Star Trek aficionado Star Trek. It is. Yeah, it's, it's the hipster. It's the hipster Star Trek. I don't know Trek. if it's hipster. I've loved it since I was a the kid. Yeah. I feel like that's no, a loaded I've, term. Yeah. yeah. It, is, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have a place over, here. It is. Yeah. We're all at this point too old to care about whether we are yeah, or not a hipster yeah. or yeah, true. whatever. So, so, like, I don't give a shit. It's like, oh, you're into those things. I was like, I'm into all Trek movies. Or even to like, mean it as an insult. Yeah, I don't right. think you meant like, it as like, fucking right. hipsters. Right? I know, and I feel like we got roped into that. If someone that? does ask me, what's your favorite Trek? First, like Merrick, I'm like, I love all Trek. Yeah. I have a, I have a leaning towards DS9 because I have, uh-huh. as a writer, I enjoy the stories. Yeah. I think DS9 so far has had the strongest writing. That being said, Stranger World just catch it up fast. Yep. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. I love the motion picture for um, bringing us uh, a large part of the set of the Enterprise D from Next Gen. Oh, um, you're right. 
uh, like the corridors. Um, a lot of oh, those sets. Even into Voyager. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Because there's this whole thing where they talk about when they struck Voyager. When Voyager was done and they started pulling off all the layers, they were finding panels from the motion picture. That's how yeah. fucking much the Paramount lot has used the Trek set. Yeah, they just use it and reuse it. After the entire show fucked over Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Because I think it was uh, Robert Picardo was the only one when Voyager wrapped, when they said that's a wrap for Kate Mulgrew, he was the only one there with flowers and a cake. They just turned the lights off on her, which you don't fucking do to the lead of your show. Oh my gosh. Right. But they never fucking triggered her like the lead to begin with. they treat her like shit the whole time. Yeah. Robert Picardo was the one who was like, it was a pleasure working with you. I, I brought cake and flowers. Because he's old school TV. Well, she's old school TV too. Yeah. But he's like, this is not how it's done, you guys. Yeah. Why you- seven, seven seasons? Come on. Yeah. That's also why the pilot of Voyager costs more than the Wrath of Khan. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah. So they filmed all of, they filmed all of Voyager. And then, a, and then the studio head at Paramount went like, can we make her hair more matronly? We don't like that she has long hair. What? Can we put it up in a bun to make her a little matronly? Oh my god, and then they're like, and they're guess like, what she does for free time? Oh, and she then goes they're like, the holodeck and pretends she's a nanny. And then the, the, the writers and director were like, no, we'd have to reshoot the whole pilot. They're like, okay. So Voyager technically costs more. Than the, the Wrath of Khan. Wow. All the because they wanted Kate Mulgrew <laughs> to look like the mother of Voyager. What the fuck? Oh my god. That's, that's because, because masochism. Because, not masochism. Oh because Rick Berman? Yeah, because Rick Berman. And Braga. Right, right. So for. Not enough. We should wrap up the show here pretty quick. Oh, yeah, right. Because we're going to close out a bar. Uh, Close out. It's 11.36. <laughs> I know. Woo, so crazy. Look, we don't all work for a <laughs> cool done. comic book person <laughs> who doesn't care when we show up. I'm sleepy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I'm maybe, I'm maybe, maybe yeah. my boss doesn't care when I show up, but I still show up when I'm supposed to show up. When so, do you show up? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Just say it. Like, hey, I also have to yes. work until 6 p.m. Wow. That's a long time. You know, I, still, I show up I at eight thirty. That's I a full day of work. work a whole you seven show up at ten. Hour of the day. I show up at eight thirty and I work till five thirty. Good job. But you, get a, but you get an hour That's off. That's great. So yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. So what I love about this so, movie. Thank you, Benja, for saving us. Um, it's often called uh, the you know the, the most motionless boring, picture. The motionless wah, wah, picture. Wah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is not. definitely. Um, it's of the era. It's, it's meditative. The pacing is definitely yeah. like much slower, but it's meditative. You get the uh, the awe and inspiration that's carried through all of Trek. You get the the soundtrack and a lot of the uh, the visuals. And you would you say it's the movie that says audience. the human adventure is just beginning? Uh, yes, I mean, if I were to read what it said on the screen and, and my T-shirt and Merrick's shirt. Yeah. It's like, it's a launching platform. I'll deal with it. It it sets us off on the right pace. Yeah. It's also the first time of Refit Enterprise, which is one of the most beautiful ship designs in all of cinema. 
Absolutely. Reverence. Oh, the shit it's a porn. movie full of reverence. Yeah. So good it deserves eight minutes. Shit porn. Shit and porn. Yeah, shit and it, porn. It, it, gives, right it, does it, it gives us that. And I'm, I was just watching this and I'm like, they wouldn't do this. We wouldn't get this today. And I'm no. so glad All we that, got those this. All that was close in shots. And the, yeah. The, yeah. Just yeah. Like, the ship is used to slowly oh, flying so around it. Loving. Oh, oh, could you, could you so loving. All the slow panoramic shots of little dudes in spacesuits. Yeah. I love the guy who does the somersault. Way yeah, later. Way. It doesn't, Look, yeah, I respect the dude doing the somersault. He's on like the Enterprise he's, he's on. He's on the platform. He's on a platform. He does a somersault. And then and he waves. And then he waves. Yeah. 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 Double-handed prom it's, queen waves. You know what? Yeah. what do I feel but, bad but about? I do, but I do want to point out that except for the somersault guy, every other human body just, that you see is just careening through space. No movement, yeah. no, no. No, I mean, no, they're not moving. Not even with Spock yeah, shot himself into the orifice? No, no, that's fine because <laughs> he, he, he had a, Goddamn he had, right you he do. had thrusters, yeah. he had yeah. control over where he was going. Yeah, and yeah. Up yeah, and yeah, yeah, he does. Um, saying, uh, if you're going up that way, you got to time that shit right now. Everyone else in that movie is just, just drifting through space with no controls. Aimless. No tether. They're going to die alone. You know what? Why I relate to them. That, that brings the whole movie together for me is those little guys floating in space being like, we're not tethered to anything, but hello. Hi, Here's Enterprise. Like, every, so every, every, to be yeah, every, yeah, they're going to die cold here. and alone. You yeah. know what? I always, Eventually. You know who yeah. I'm always when pulling for? When the air runs out. But in a spacesuit, and that's so how I want to go. There's like, like alone, cold, dudes. but in a spacesuit. There's like I a mean, few like, universal like, you movie cuts. You are like the, the space that only gives you like an extra twelve hours. They yeah. can come get you on a warp. But there, yeah, there, but there are a few tunnel. universal constants in movies that don't make any sense. But I'm like every time I watch this will be a jump. Every time I watch Hoosiers with Gene Hackman, I'm like, are they gonna win? Hoosiers <laughs> <laughs> gonna win? No. But you know no, the other thing. They do win, actually. You've never seen oh, Hoosiers. Um, yeah, of course they win. But you know what? In Star Trek's motion picture, you know what I'm always pulling for? That poor guy in the suit when the Absalon station's being collected. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh. every time I'm like, go, man, go. Go, man. And every time I'm like, no, he got digitized. Stop motion, um, like, like scramble at the end. Like, oh, every time I'm like, maybe this time he'll make it. Yeah. Which to me is, I was just like, like is well, that a, a part of me that was convinced? One that totally feels like just like well, there's a part of me who was convinced way back in the day, the first time I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater, I am convinced when fucking Lando says the shields are still up, a capital ship crashes into the Death Star and blows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in it. It didn't happen. You just think it happened. You got Bernstein Bear. God damn it. What? And that's why I Go love the motion it. No. <laughs> motion picture. The the cultural Bernstein Bears. <laughs> of Bernstein. Yeah, it is Bernstein. I thought it was Bernstein. It's Bernstein. God damn it. In this yeah, universe, that means you're in the wrong universe. I live in the universe where that guy at the Epsilon station makes it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what universe that is, but this is the Berenstain universe. So, either, 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 like, ship up or fuck out, man. (laughs) Well, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that feels like the end. 
mean, well, you know what? If we wrap the show, don't do it. If we wrap the show without Denise here, I'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. We can, can we not? We have to wait. Where is she going? Walk to the bathroom. I mean, don't say that. So, Whenever you mention that Denise has to go to the bathroom, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like the idea of people knowing that she has bathroom. People pee in space, Denise. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, they, they copied they copied her biological functions down to the slightest little bit. Did you so know? the robot probe. Oh, by the way, can we talk about... No, uh, I have an interjection. We can't talk about that. I have an interjection. The smallest bodily function was... Due by the way, I like sure. that you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. I don't, actually. I'm just... I'm interjecting. I feel like you, uh, you Thank you, but mm-hmm. I don't. Um, the first time that somebody used a bathroom on TV was actually in I Love Lucy. Yep. And it was uh, when Lucy wow. was giving birth to their first child and Ricky was in the waiting room and he had to go use the bathroom. And that was the first time on TV that it was acknowledged that somebody used the bathroom, which is tangentially connected to Star Trek because Lucy yeah. evolved. Yeah. Yep. Because Lucy right. evolved. Yeah. Right. So that's my interjection. Uh, you can say what you want to say now, but I it's about because bathroom I love Lucy was also the first show that had a husband and wife sharing one bed. Yeah, oh, and right. you know what? Well, That's second impractical. Show? The second show, the Flintstones. Yep. Oh, yeah. Was it? Nope, it's the Flintstones. Which, no, no, I'm not talking about that. Go back to the toilet stuff. Which ties into the buttholes Star Trek. We are back to the buttholes. The fifth. Movie where they actually have like space toilets, yeah, because they're in they're in the brig. Oh and yeah, actually a oh there's a toilet in the brig. It's yeah. a brig. Yeah. That's right. So which is weird. So right. Uh, not it's like wait, candidate. that's been here this whole time. Yeah, just, just right like there. So yeah. that's been right there. So that's the, been there right the off. Whole time. And that's so also, somebody uses it and then they open the door. Yeah. On onto the onto the. So, so everybody brain. knows. Everybody knows. They so do have a bowl. Star Trek Picard is also <laughs> an acknowledgement of the bathrooms. So in season three, when they go back on Enterprise, when Jordy reveals I've been rebuilding Enterprise D. Yeah. yeah. And all the cast gets back on the bridge and it's very nostalgic and you're crying. If you rewatch an episode, you will watch Jonathan Frakes. He walks all the way to the edge of the, of the set. And you'll see him lean in and go, it's a podcast, but he will nod his head and smile and basically go, yeah. So, as Riker, so someone asked Frakes, like, what were you doing? So, officially, on the blueprints, right. Enterprise D has two, actually it has three bathrooms. It has two on each side, two heads. And the other toilet is behind the captain's chair. You spin around and pee and then spin back. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. 100%. Wow. It 100% the original technical manual based on the acutograms. But wow. when you see Riker walk to the side on, on Picard season three, and you see him smile and nod and walk back, oh. that's Frakes seeing if the set guys... Acknowledge the fact that that's where the head is on the bridge. <laughs> that's literally him seeing if they put in the sign that says the head. Oh, so when you see God. Riker nod his head and smile and go, yeah, and then come back, that's Frakes making sure they got everything right. And he was like, he was like, did they actually do the toilet that no one ever saw? Yeah, they did. <laughs> no, that's Frakes making sure they got it right. Yeah. Yeah, and they even asked him, like, why did you do that? And he's like, 
wanted to make sure the head was there. Was it ever on camera? No. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure it was there. <laughs> he's he's got to be one of the nerdiest Star Trek nerds yeah. to ever nerd a Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Two oh takes. For, two takes. Like breaks is the best. Yeah. It's him. Uh, yeah. He's the guy. That's great. Hey Denise, we were thinking that this has been a podcast episode. Yeah. We didn't want to wrap without you here. Yeah. Oh well, I'm being Rita. Oh shit! We're doing it now. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you for listening to episode, I don't know, Stardate 706.225. Somebody's going to tell you how that's wrong. That's too many yeah. numbers. Oh, yeah. That's too many. It is wrong because actually like, seven oh, things in the future. Five digits. No, yeah. no, we're so far back. Our Stardate should actually only be three digits. Oh, yeah. Then this has been episode. Post. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm Aaron Duran. has had three names. And I'm Pinarita. You want to talk to the cable? You I'm Merrick Monroe. I'm Alicia Orm. I'm Benji Barker. I'm Joel Werner. This has been a podcast. And we'll talk to you all next week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, or not. Bye. <laughs> Professional. This, this simple emotion. <laughs> Benji, grab my hand. This. Is this all that I have? Is this all that I am? Is there nothing more? Is there nothing more? Bye.